Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is God's Plan Simplified. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You're such a good God, so full of love and mercy. We come to you with praise and thanksgiving, ready for what you have for us today, ready to receive, hungry for your word, in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, I want to talk to you today about Christianity in its simplified form. We'll focus on the Old Testament today. You know, folks, sometimes we can overcomplicate things that are pretty simple, like God's plans for mankind. Let's start today in Genesis chapter 1 in the New King James Bible. Verse 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. Folks, anyone besides me out there thankful for light? You know, one translation I heard a few years ago that just always goes off my spirit is God said, light be, and light was. See, God just speaks things into existence, and he created us in his image. Verse 4, And God saw light, that it was good, and God divided the light from darkness. Let's go to verse 26. Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Friends, the devil's people on earth are trying to change God's plans. Verse 31, then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. My friends, everything was good. That was God's plan. Genesis chapter 2, let's start in verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. You know how it must make God feel that he gave breath to these people that speak evil about him, that blaspheme his name, but see, God gave breath to all of us. And eventually God will take his judgment, but he's merciful in trying to draw those people to him. Verse 15, then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. Verse 16, and the Lord God commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in that day you eat it, you shall surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground the Lord formed every beast of the field, every bird of the air, and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. Boy, that must have been a long day, folks. Verse 20. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air, to every beast of the field, But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. 21. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs, closed up the flesh in its place. Then with the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into woman, and he brought her to the man. Praise God. 
Verse 23, And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. 24, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. I think with the world's times today, we should read verse 24 of Genesis chapter 2 again. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Again, folks, the devil's people across the world have perverted God's plan for man and woman. But God will have his say in the end. If people don't repent, and I hope they do, God is so merciful. Now let's read Genesis chapter 3. The temptation and fall of man. Verse 1, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? My friends, the devil who steals, kills, and destroys started his plans with Eve. Verse 2, And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Folks, the only conversation we should be having with Satan is answer him with the word of God or say, Get behind me, Satan. Verse 3, But the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. For then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. Again, folks, more deception from Satan. Verse 5, God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Friends, Satan still has the same plan today, to lie to us, to make sin sound great. Of course, he won't tell you it's sin. So again, Satan steals, kills, and destroys. Hmm, kind of like is happening in America right now across and across the world. Of course, Satan always gives people a perverted reason why they should steal, kill, and destroy. And when you have a news media and many politicians supporting the devil's plans, it seems right to be deceived. Verse 6, So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, That was, it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise. She took of its fruit and ate. She also gave it to her husband with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. Folks, people do the same thing today, hiding from God or ignoring God. So much evil takes place in the dark, Satan's favorite territory. Verse 12, Then the man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the tree, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. Friends, some things never change. Blaming others for our issues just like Satan teaches. Verse 16, To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your, in your conception. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. 17, Then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife, and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it. All the days of your life. 18. Both thorns and thistles shall bring forth for you. 
You shall eat the herbs of the field. Folks, we can thank Adam and Eve for the weeds in our yards. 19. In the sweat of your face you shall eat, till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and dust you shall return. Let's read Genesis 4, verse 1. Now Adam and Eve, or now Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again, this time his brother Abel. Now Abel was keeper of the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Folks, so the happy young couple, Adam and Eve, had their two boys and life was great, right? Wrong. Adam and Eve had introduced sin into the world. So verse 8, Now Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. But folks, God had a plan. His plan was Jesus. But until Jesus came... The people in the Old Covenant needed to live by rules or things would get progressively more wicked without rules. And when they didn't follow them, wicked things happened. Well, we're going to talk, pick up tomorrow from there to carry that a little further. So let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your mercy and love. You're a good God. We're so thankful for your goodness, for your mercy. Thank you for loving us. We choose to live a life that glorifies you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We sure love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.